Nationals, the second half, and ahead of Redskins training camp, who are these receivers? It's the DMV Sports Roundtable with George Wallace, Chris Chion, Jamal Bowens, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Guys, the All-Star game in the bag now, so uh, what do we expect from the second half Nationals? Well, I would certainly say that I'd expect them their lineup to continue to hit, whether or not uh, we'll see when Trey Turner comes back. He's dealing with that injury, but that was certainly a, a tough one. But you've got guys like Michael A. Taylor and Brian Goodwin have stepped up at the top of that lineup who have certainly helped. And when you've got Bryce Harper and Daniel Murphy and Ryan Zimmerman still driving that in, that certainly helps. So I don't think the lineup is much of a concern, even with the injuries. Jason Worth should be coming back in the next month or so. We, you know, He's been dealing with an injury, and we haven't really gotten a ton of clarity on that. The pitching staff is there, although I am concerned about Joe Ross, more so than I am about Tanner Roark. Joe Ross with that triceps tenderness that could spell more issues, and you know his velocity is really taking a dip. I think Tanner Roark just has a confidence issue at the moment, but he got five innings in relief this past Saturday. I think he was able to rebuild sort of his pitching repertoire and get back into the swing of things there but you know we talk about this constantly I talk about it every Saturday I'm a broken record uh, the issue with this team is certainly the bullpen Sammy Solis looked terrible again on Saturday Matt Albers is a means to an end Joe or uh, yeah I mean Joe Blanton should retire um, you know I, the only one I kind of have faith in is Felipe Rivero because he can hit High on the uh, on the radar, but you know, any get, Romero, any, any Romero, yeah, any Romero. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm Felipe th- Rivera. I'm wow. Felipe Rivera from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. Yes, uh, any Romero is the only one I kind of have any sort of confidence in because of the fact that he can hit high on the radar gun. But I mean, this is a team that certainly needs to make a deal at the deadline. David Robertson, a potential. I, I've mentioned him before from the Chicago White Sox. AJ Ramos. So there's Rysel Iglesias from the Indians, but apparently well, that's that, been named. That's been out there, right? But he, they have a high. Pro, uh, asking price and well that's know, gonna be the thing it's gonna be they're gonna because they, teams know that the Nats need to do something right. teams know so when you hold them hostage yeah and then what what do the Nats have in the in the farm system they're really gonna that have they to can give up, they're gonna have something. to give up a starter slash yeah just farm. like when they had when they get we had the uh, deal Giolito it's going to yeah, have to be something. It's going, out. it's going to have to be one of their top prospects, just like that deal. Here's my question that's been floated around the press box as well. Would you give up somebody like Taylor or a Roark in, in a deal like this? For what? For a reliever? For a closer? For a closer? Oh. Uh, I would trade Michael A. Taylor. I would not trade Tanner Roark because I think you're going to need him towards yeah, the end, at the end of the year. I, I like Michael A. Taylor. I think he's had a splendid yeah. year. I think he can run. I'm, I'm torn on that because Michael A. has played – Spectacular. Yeah. Well, he's, this Since is his third he, time getting a chance to fill in yeah. for an injured center fielder, and he's yeah. finally making the most of it. And, and he's playing well. And it's, it's hard for me to, like I always say about any sport, I hate getting rid of young talent. Yeah. And as ever since Eaton went down early in the season, he's been great. Yeah. He's been, well, good, Goodwin. How about Goodwin? Goodwin is coming. Great. You know what? They have, when you have a real good farm system, just like the Caps have Hershey, and they're able to bring up all these different prospects, and, and they can make trades because they have these good farm systems and prospects, Heisey and guys that you just fill in, you know, when somebody goes down. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew. You don't, you don't miss a beat. And it, it's, it's – uh, what's my man's name? Uh, plays uh, – I'm blanking on his name right now. Adam Lind. No. Uh, Who comes Defoe. in every time. Delman oh, yeah. Defoe. Defoe. He's been all right. Yeah. He's, he's been okay. Yeah. He hasn't been great like, you know, Goodwin and those guys have. But he's still another solid piece that you can bring in. You know, and but going back to your point, I guess I would, you know, hold on to, uh, to Roark. It would be hard for me to part with Taylor 
but it would have to be well worth it for me to part with Taylor. I think Dusty Baker would certainly petition not to trade Michael A. Taylor because oh, no uh, he's uh, given him a number he's of different shots. He's been his fan since yeah. day one. And, he's, and yeah. he's performing this year, and I but think he has a higher ceiling. Up, you're going to have to yeah. give up something like that, and Rizzo knows that. Well, he's going to have to go at some point anyway. Get rid of Joe Ross. Tired of these injuries and this dip in velocity. That's that's another one. That's too hot. Joe's got some potential. Joe's been playing well. I know. Joe's been playing. Joe's been getting a ton of run support. Yeah, he has. He has. (laughs) And and run support did. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, everybody has pretty much. And when you have certain off nights, Tanner doesn't get it. Sometimes Strasburg might not get it. But nine times out of ten, any of these pitchers are getting run support with this lineup. Need uh, Daniel Murphy to do his glute exercises because that really, I think, was an underrated thing that tanked <laughs> their season last year when he uh, strained his buttocks and was <laughs> out did. the whole rest yeah. of August and September and then came into the postseason and wasn't the same player and the same, you know. He's a guy that once he gets on a streak and he can hit pretty much every single day. And we saw when he was with the Mets a couple of years ago in the postseason, he pretty much single-handedly almost brought them to the World well, Series. That's what got him his deal. Yep. And because before before that, he was pretty much pedestrian. Not pedestrian, but he was okay. He, he was not the elite player no, that he, he is now. He's not. When he went on that tear in the uh, in, in the World Series and in the playoffs, that's that's what got him where he is with the Nets right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think they would have pursued him at all. All right, before I go interview John Eisenberg, I'll just say one thing. If the Orioles start losing again, dropper. In the, I know, <laughs> I'll be back in 10 minutes, but if the Orioles keep losing, they had a nice end of the All-Star break, or coming into the All-Star break, but look at Brad Brock, who uh, now that Zach Britton's back, he's kind of in a relief role. He could be somebody that, if the again, if the Orioles were saying that we're going to give up gonna, this year. they're going to be sellers. I mean, they, they're what are they... Were they still in last right now? They're still they're eight? still sub five hundred, and right now they are wow. in last place. Eight yeah, game eight, but they got you know three or four, five, four. Yankees are slipping too, so maybe they might not think they're quite out of it just yet. But. I don't know. <laughs> Big Cheese slipping out. He's going to do an interview about Cal Ripken Jr. and then he he'll, come back? he'll come back. He, he'll his, come back. Uh, come back. His uh, Twitter handle is at the Big Cheese Show. You know, I, I just like thought I'd give him a little plug on his way out the door. Out of this thing, you know. Oh, I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. George, George, you've done the same she, thing before. Don't listen, call him out, man. You I'm rolled out of here to listen. do the sports. <laughs> I, and sometimes it's in. just Jamal and so, me. Some, exactly. Sometimes just me and Demetrius no, sitting and here having a conversation. I just, I mean, it's good. He's, he's, you know, name dropping, talking to a bunch of people. I just right. want him to talk to us. That's absolutely, all. absolutely. Well, well, he'll be back. You guys have any more thoughts on uh, on these Nats? I mean, the the postseason isn't a question that is getting into it. But then, then it's kind well, of see, that's, yeah, anything that's goes thing. right. But then, at some point, this team needs to make it past the first round of the playoffs. And if they don't do anything about this bullpen, it's not going to happen. Then you start getting to the point that that's three times now, right? That they have not they would not be uh, past the first round of the playoffs. Right. And you start getting into, you know, you're look, it's going to be territory. a big thing about the Harper situation next year. Right. And if you're the learners, uh, you can say all you want, it's all about Harper and signing Bryce Harper, but if you don't make an effort to shore up the back part of that bullpen, why would why would anybody why would Bryce Harper say I'm going to stay here yeah. if and and keep getting bounced in the first round because of our right. back end of our bullpen when everything else on this team is built to win it's a it's a high powered offense you play great defense but when you get into the postseason and you're facing a Kershaw and a Scherzer and it's you know it's two one you need a shutdown inning and and you, and you just don't get it you know what I mean in the back end of a game then it's 
it's not a good situation. So I don't know how they're going to, to to solve it and figure it out, but they're going to have to spend a lot here in the next few weeks yeah, I mean, to you, make you, a deal. To your point, you, you have to. And I was going to say the same thing. Come leading up to this Bryce Harper decision or, or, or whatever, his contract situation, is, is, is it now an all-or-nothing type of season? Yeah, right. Because you're getting to that point where you're not sure – if you if he's going to be back, you hope that Bryce is loyal to the area and, and and loyal to the team. But you know if if the Yankees are out there like everybody's been saying for the last couple of years, if they're willing to throw huge amounts of money at him, you know why wouldn't he want to go be in the pinstripes and put him and Judge you know together in the same lineup? That's got to be appealing for him also. So. To me, you have to have thing. a win-now mentality. Now, I'm going to give my man Chris Chase credit on this because we have this discussion, and he's not here to take the credit, but he will get the credit. <laughs> He'll take it uh, in absentia. And to your point about the judge situation, if you're Harper and, and judge keeps raking at the rate he's going, right, that's judge's team. True. Are, uh, are you going to go to New York if you're Bryce Harper and mm-hmm. you're not? it's not going to be your team? Well, you you could argue the point that Judge is twenty five, right? He's in his twenty five. Harper's twenty four, right? Harper's twenty four. Yeah. This is his what fifth All Star yeah, game? Fifth. And his Judge's no, first. his no, his fourth out fourth. of five years. Yeah. Okay, fourth All Star game in five years. He's a year younger than Judge. Judge is this is his first just right. this past uh, yesterday. You could also flip it and say, yeah, it's Judge's team, but no one else on that team really is coming in with, with at that age with the same resume yeah. that Bryce is bringing. So you can kind of flip it and say, Judge is the man now, but when Bryce gets there, is he still the man when you measure him up and he's a year younger than Bryce Judge is? Bryce would be 26 right, right. in two years. Yeah. Now, Judge and the guy with the Dodgers, what's his name? Turner. They're the two like home run kings now. Yeah, this is like yeah. the new era of a lot of dingers. Would you guys say that uh, Bryce Harper was, was actually ahead of the curve on that? He's not quite the, the hitter that those other two guys are. No, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be fun to watch next year. Now it's Park the Home Run uh, Yeah, with Harper and Bryce Judge will be there. Guys. He said he will be in it when yeah. we host it next year in 2018. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He will be a part of that. I actually did watch it, and I haven't watched the Home Run Derby in years. But I actually did watch it. I, you know, cut it all after after the first first round because it was getting a little late. But the first round was entertaining. I yeah, mean, Stanton they, goes out in the first round. I mean, you can hit twenty. They hit somebody hit two hit twenty one home runs and still went out in the first round. <laughs> it was. I mean, it, it was exciting. People set big numbers. Uh, Stanton came, but you you thought that Stanton was out of it. He came back. You know, right until the end, and and, and it was very. It was very exciting to to watch. I didn't watch the game last night because, like I said, I don't really watch the the, the All Star games. It's a little boring to me. It was okay. I, you know, All Star outside it was close of, for a little while. So All Star games, period, have have been boring to me for the past. I don't care what it is. What it was the All Pro, the Pro Bowl, which we all know is terrible. Right. Don't watch the you don't hockey. Watch the NBA. I do watch it, but it's it's even that has become. You know, I'll cut it on the fourth quarter, the last four minutes when they really start when they playing. To play to win, yeah, yeah, when they really start playing some defense. <laughs> when it's the, the first three and a half quarters is is basically extension of the dunk contest and the three point right. contest from the night before. So let's, there's really no point. Let's get back to Demetrius' question about Harper. 
being ahead of his time, you're saying, in the last couple well, of years? Well, just, uh, you know, this this is the, the new era now. I mean, we've always wanted to see home runs. Yeah. Uh, but but with these guys, I mean, they just crank them out. Um, see, and and you, you guys jogged my memory as far as Harper teaming up with Judge and yeah. whether Harper could come in there with his Miami Vice outfit. And <laughs> Can we talk about how great that was? <laughs> you you didn't like it? He had no tubs, though. With the tubs, I know. You, you can't. You, you can't, can't have, have Croc without, without tubs. tubs sure. You cannot have Croc without tubs. He looked damn good though for the. Hey, yeah. I, I I tip my cap to him about the suit. I think the best you part can't about have it Croc is without tubs. I think the best part about it is him saying, you know, about a month ago I called my guy. Of course right. he's got a guy. Yeah. yeah. What well, he Bryce <laughs> Harper? He's a guy. Yeah. Listen, but I think Harper can hang with these guys still. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's no not doubt. like we're going to talk about Harper like he's this no, he's elder, not elder old man. Well, he's twenty four years old. Last game, they're, last night they're talking about him being the veteran. It's his fifth year already. He, won, he you know, was in at nineteen. He's still twenty four. I know it's crazy. He's not. He's not an old man. It's, it's you never know. been a situation where he's going to come up on his deal in his prime of his career yeah. and and have most of the years still. Yeah, no, I, ten year deal or whatever. These guys have come out and and hit ridiculous amounts of home runs. I think there's a better chance Bryce hit. stays than Cousins. How about that? You want to throw that out on the table? How's that going out on? <laughs> that, that's a short limb you just went out on. Why would that's uh, a short why, branch you just went out on? That's done. easy to say. Me? He's done. Uh, He's we'll gone. get him to Cousins, but we'll, why, we'll, why talk, would we'll the... talk about that when the time comes. <laughs> I don't because you know what? I will have no unsolicited Cousins uh, talk. Because we're going to talk about him ad nauseum next week. We'll probably talk about him the whole time next week. As soon as, as soon as the, uh, the 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 deadline passes. I thought Dimitri, I thought you had the countdown clock for the deadline on there somewhere. No, you didn't. No, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I have a countdown clock, but it's for. I think it's just for general doomsday rather than. Uh, so why does Harper stay? Why would Harper stay? Here? I think Harper. I think there. I think there is a lot to be said for a. Uh, as big of a baseball guy as he is and a purist as he is, I think playing for one team his entire career I think could mean a lot to him. He has mentioned in the past about Cal Ripken and doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has mentioned you know, Tony Gwynn, things like that. Uh, Steven Strasburg has even mentioned about him being drafted by the Nats and right. you know staying with one team. And it is a fact. He loves D.C. He loves it. He loves the team. You know, um, but that being said, he wants to win championships too. I mean, he's done the, you know, he's got the personal accolades. He wants to win a championship. I mean, that's true, but there are not a whole lot of other teams that are built that's to the other win. Thing. That's the other he's, thing. he's on a team. He's in a situation that is championship built. You're right. Now, whether they get over that hump or not, that's maybe mental. That's maybe that's dusty. Maybe that's, I don't know what that is, but. And and of course, you know, you have to have relief pitching. That's the biggest that's the most glaring hole on this team. Other than that, this team is built to win. And how many other teams if you go to the Yankees, whether the judges they are not, they're not built to win. No. There's not, not to, unless you go to the Dodgers or, you know, some of these other teams. There's very few other teams that he can go to that are built to win I mean, right now and sustain you, it. And you think about the, this team, even, yes, there are some question marks coming up. You know, Worth next year, that's right. fine. We'll work Murphy in a year, fine. But there's still the nucleus with Rendon and Trey Turner and, you know, depending on what happens with Michael Taylor, even Goodwin's playing at this yeah. point. Uh, you know, Scherzer signed long-term. Strasburg signed long-term. Exactly. So they are, I mean, it's, you have yes, a, there are question marks coming right. up. And now with the emergence of Goodwin and as, good as, he, as well as he's playing, the Worth thing becomes interesting, I think, because I think that if you know Worth definitely wants to keep playing, but obviously the injuries, yeah. he's not going to be an everyday player. But still I, have I, I think, be though, there. I think if they can work out a friendly two-year deal, you know, team-friendly two-year deal, with, I think they bring him back. Yeah, I, I don't think, know cause just because I don't know how much unless he goes to the AL and becomes a DH. That's probably where he have to go. 
I think if he but wants, he also loves it here too. He wants he, he wants to well, win here too. If he wants to stay, then he'll take. If they win it World Series this year. All bets are off. I think for everything. Well, I mean, Worth has been paid handsomely over his career, and he's got know? his championship. And he exactly, he's got a ring, and he knows that he's on the he's in the on the back nine of his career. Yeah. You know, if we're going to use a golf term, you can do whatever you want, man. This is the DMV Sports. I, I know, I know a few <laughs> golf terms. I'm gonna throw it out there just so I can use it. But yeah, he's on he's on the back end of his career, so I think that he would if he could if he can stay on to possibly win another ring with yeah. this team because I think he realizes this team is capable of winning a, a, a World Series. Yeah, Harper loves him. He's by done the way. it he before, him. and he knows that this team has what it takes to do it. So why not stay on? Take you know a, a shorter deal, a couple of uh, you know less million dollars. And with another World Series, then you can start to you know think about retirement and all that. I don't I don't see why he wouldn't do that. Yeah, I got a generic baseball question before we move on sure. to the skins receivers. Uh, they are talking about they're always trying to figure out how to make the game move faster. And one of the proposals I heard was a clock on the pitcher. Like twenty seconds, so you can't be picking and grinning forever. You gotta, you gotta throw the ball. Uh, but I don't know. To me, there's no clock in baseball, right? There shouldn't be a clock. There's a you clock. Guys... There's in between. Uh, I thought there was a clock now for pitchers in between pitches. I'm, I'm not gonna comment on that. I have no idea. All right. Well, there's a clock. I'm, gonna there. well, wait a that one, I'm thinking about it. There's a clock in between because there's a I, new. There was a new clock put in last year next to the scoreboard that counts down. I'm gonna sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's definitely there. But I thought it was. I didn't. I didn't think the pitchers were under you know any particular. Maybe it's a batter stepping in and out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. maybe that sounds right. That might have. I might have put us into. I might have driven us into a ditch there. We <laughs> might. Yeah, gonna, I, I, I might know. just take that out. I'm not going to comment on that one. You're All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You're maybe use the Google machine. But now. No, I think if if there, if there was a clock. Um, you would have to put a moderate amount of time because it's not just the pitcher because you're talking about the pitcher getting signs from the catcher. You know, they're communicating. He's checking runners and, and stuff like that. So you also have to account for that. Because if you right. if you try to, you know, uh, put him on a very short count and he's almost quick pitching, then people are going to be stealing bases like crazy. Right. Because right. you don't have to worry about, you know, the, the, the pitcher checking you at first. You're taking off a second. If you know he's got five more seconds on that clock before I know he's going to pitch for sure, I'm gone. Exactly. So well, that, that kind of I think if you do that, that puts the picture actually at a disadvantage, and you give it the advantage to the offense. Okay, you're right. There is no pitch clock. The clock must be in between innings. Now that I think about it, right. But pitch clocks are right now used in college baseball, which we knew in minor league baseball, and then in uh, the um, professional and Arizona Fall League in, in 2014, and then in 2015, MLB announced it uses a 20 second pitch clock for Double A AA and Triple A during the 2015 season. 20 seconds to throw the pitch, All right. with the punishment of a ball awarded to the batter if not followed. So I so the premise was correct, and yeah. uh, and Jamal I think just gave an excellent argument for why you wouldn't want. Uh, a pitch clock. I, I don't know. They they might find other ways to speed up the game. I mean, that could, doesn't seem to be the right. Yeah, but that that right there that gives all of the advantage to the base runner, and people will be stealing bases like crazy. I swear there were some new pace of play rules added though. What do you think about that clock though, George? Are you you for it against it, or maybe you have no opinion since you're just kind of <laughs> educating yourself? Well, I'm just. <laughs> Um, oh, I think sometimes it is ridiculous as far as how, how long. Yeah. Everybody should yeah. have the Max Scherzer uh, mindset. Scroll around every pitch, <laughs> scroll, every, every out. Scroll around that mound, jump back on there and throw pitches. Just work fast. Yeah, I mean, well, I've seen a lot of dudes, uh, a lot more pitches are quick pitching this year. 
that are, then I've noticed in the past and not taking a whole lot of time in between. And uh, Here as soon is. as they get the batters ball back, must, this is it. Batters keep at least one foot in the batter's box during at-bats, and the pitching change breaks were shorter, and in between after uh, innings, they were shorter, too. Yeah. That's what it was. So they're making tweaks. So, yeah, because I'm not it's, crazy. There, you yeah, may think it's, I'm crazy, but not. I'm not. No, there's, no, a clock, there's a clock next to the yeah. scoreboard. And that's Nobody part. was ever doubting that. I just <laughs> I didn't think it was for pitchers. But you know, And yeah. it's not all on, on the pitchers. You know, certain batters take time a lot. They like to take their time before they step into the Well, every the, you batter know. has their routine in between exactly. pitches. Exactly. And some are longer than others. And then some, you know, like to step back out, you know, take time and step back in and do all, you know, whatever rituals they got going on. So it's on everybody. It's not just on the pitcher. Right. The batter right. plays a part in that as well. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. It's the DMV Sports Roundtable on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and WTOP.com. You just have to search Podcast DC. Changing topics. Redskins receivers. Uh, who will Kirk Cousins be throwing to, Georgie? Who are we excited about? And um, and I'll love it. Let me lead it off by just saying I was really excited about last season's crop. You had Deshaun Jackson. You had Pierre Garçon. You had uh, um, Jordan Reed. Uh, so, you know, there was a lot of... Jamison Crowder. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Um, a lot of those guys aren't back now. Well, two of those guys aren't back. Yeah, and it's going to be a big, big uh, hole to fill. No question about it. Terrell Pryor, as I've mentioned before in this very room, uh, is going to be a lot of fun to watch I think I think he is um, you know he's that receiver that is number one he wants to prove himself he's on a one year deal and everything he did in Cleveland last year with nothing could be a big thing for Kirk Cousins they have worked out together Jamison Crowder you know this team trusts him we saw that last year and I think he's obviously going to have a bigger role Jordan Reed is a number one receiver regardless I mean I know he's listed as a tight end but he's a guy you know he's your number one target especially in the red zone so there is a chance for this offense yes you're going to miss the big play Ability of Deshaun Jackson, you can't, you can't replace that speed. You can't no. replace that home run. But that being said, you know, and the possession receiver that Garcon was, the toughness of that, you can't. Those are be tough to replace. But I think this receiving core does have a pretty good chance to be pretty good if they get in rhythm with their quarterback. And the, you know, the big plays could still be there. Look, Jameson, and, and don't let's not forget. Also, you throw in Ryan Grant, who you know. Somehow we'll, keeps making we'll, this we'll, team. We'll get to him in a minute. You got a problem with Ryan Grant? <laughs> we'll get, I'm going to say I have a problem with Ryan Grant. We'll get to him in a minute. What we do have with this new crop of receivers is height. Yeah. That's something we've been oh, missing. Oh, Josh Dox. What am I talking about? Josh yeah, Dox. I, I don't know how you miss Dox. Untested, now. though, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, true. I mean, true. And that's the thing. If he's on the, If he gets on the field, and it's like having a first-round pick on there. Yeah. I mean, this, this, whole, this whole group is predicated on potential. We don't know exactly what they can do together. Right. But like I was saying, to lead into it, this group has height. Mm-hmm. You get, I mean, Jameson Crowder is probably, him and Grant is six foot. Uh, Jameson Crowder is 5'9". Robert Davis, the rookie, who we got with seventh round pick, 6'3". You got Maurice Harris, 6'3". Well, Matt Hazel doesn't play, but he's 6'1". <laughs> then we've got... Uh, Prior 6'4". Brian Quick, who we added from the Rams, is 6'3". And then you have, well, he's not, no need to mention Big that. Big G, are you 6'1", 6'2"? I'm 6'4". 6'4". For some reason, everybody always thinks I'm 6'2", or 6'3", and dismisses that I I'm didn't six mean four. to say 6'1". Yeah, yeah, that was just by way of bringing Big G back into the conversation. I think he's, he's, I think he's every bit of but yeah, but see, So all of the fades that you saw last year throwing to these little itty-bitty receivers that we had, 
you're going to see more phase. I don't care if people get upset and moan and groan, but they will be throwing to people over six feet tall, which is the thing you're supposed to do is throw a phase to a person that's 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", and you've got plenty of that. Doxson also has the ability, as, long, as well as prior, to get up and go get it. Robert Davis also has a, a high vertical leap, and you can t- put it up and go get it. Maurice uh, Harris is the same. So you have, and I thought that Gruden would have done this earlier in his tenure with the Redskins. If you look at who he had uh, while he was in Cincinnati, A.J. Green, uh, Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, all guys 6'1", 6'2", 6'3". Problem is, or the question is, who is going to be the A.J. Green. Is it going to be Pryor? Yes. I, I, would, I would lean towards that and say him. Yeah. Doxson, we don't know. But I'm looking at these two, and not just in the red zone, but these two could possibly have double-digit touchdowns, both of them individually. And that's not even including what Crowder can do. And you can and Crowder will be also playing in the slot and on the outside this year. So there's going to be a whole lot to look at. The thing I was getting to with Grant, I don't have a problem with Grant. The problem is this. Grant has had good production in preseason. Grant has not been able to do any of that in the regular season. And the one problem I do have with that scenario is the production that he had in preseason with Kirk Cousins when they were both backups. Yeah. For some reason, now that Kurt has been the starter. Kirk. Kirk, Kirk, whatever his name is. Kirk. Whatever his name is. (laughs) Captain Kirk, whatever. (laughs) That chemistry that they had early on has not translated to the regular season when Kirk has become a starter. <laughs> so I don't know if for whatever reason he's a good route runner. He's probably one of the more crisp route runners on the team. His hands have been suspect. But I think if Robert Davis and Brian Quick show up to camp and uh, play well, he might see his way out. Because I don't know how many you're going to keep. I've got Pryor, Crowder, Doxon, Harris, that's four. Quick. I, you, I, you, I, I you like quick. quick. I think Quick makes the team, yeah, personally. I put Quick on the bubble because Quick has been just a guy for a lot of years. He's supposed to have a lot of talent, but he's been sitting there with the Rams for, what, four or five years now? Hasn't exactly played with a ton of talent at the quarterback position. We'll, we'll see neither, what he's like. With not, well, neither did Terrell Pryor last year. And he still put up, you know. Good and, and, and that's one year. You're talking about Quick having four or five and hasn't really done much. Oh, he also didn't have much competition. You had uh, Kenny Britt, who's who's okay, who has been good at times. Uh, Tavon Austin. Oh, you're not scared of Tavon Austin, five foot eight. Well, uh... well, well, t- well, Tavon's a gadget guy. Yeah, t- Tavon is not taking away uh, slot snaps or, or or any sort of uh, receiving snaps from Brian Quick if Quick is is putting up production. They have to make they have to manufacture ways for Tavon to get the ball. So he's not necessarily in the same slot as Quick. Quick has had opportunities. Quick hasn't done anything with him. So I don't know what I'm getting from Quick. Robert Davis is intriguing, but he's the seventh-round pick out of a small school. He's got all the physical intangibles. I don't know what I'm getting from him. So if you're going five, then all three of those guys, Grant, Quick, and Davis, they're all playing for one spot to me. 
I just hope one of these guys emerges that are kind of roster bubble guys and uh, are able to go across the middle because I always talk about this. I was a former wide receiver in high school, and uh, the reason well, I never four. I the, ne- the, reason, so. the reason I did not you make it to the next level was because I did not like going across the middle. You could call me a bit of a I don't know diva or whatever. But we need somebody to go across the middle and out of these wide receiving core. I think Terrell Pryor certainly somebody that can do that. I don't think Deshaun Jackson was, but Pierre Garçon was somebody that always I felt reliable about when he wherever he was on the field. I felt good about Kirk Cousins throwing the football that he would catch it. So Doxson, I guess we haven't seen enough of yet. Is he willing to go and get those nasty hits by the safeties in the middle? Uh, that remains to be seen. But any of these guys that emerge, I want to well, see. Well, I don't them, think those toughness. two are going to have to do that. Maurice Harris is going to be your guy for that. Okay, I think Maurice Harris will be Maurice the, Harris making the team. Definitely. Okay, wow. they're high on Maurice. They, I mean, they tried to sprinkle him in a little bit last year. Yeah, they did. But they, 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 from what I can see, they like Maurice. And I think Maurice is, he's not, he returns kicks, but he's not a burner. You know, he's not that, he's a long strider kind of build up speed. So he's not going to necessarily create a lot of separation on the outside. So you can leave Doxon and, uh, and Pryor on the outside. They can do that. And you can have Crowder in the slot, but he can create that mismatch across the middle. I don't think Crowder's middle. afraid of going across the middle either. I don't think, no, he's I mean, not. We've seen uh, it a little bit. He's not. But I, I mean, in terms I, of. I expect a big year again from him. I really oh, he's so. going to have a huge yeah. year. I think he goes over 1,000. Yeah, for I sure. think he's going to have a big I think, year. I mean, you could have three guys over 1,000. It, it wouldn't this surprise is gonna me. This going to be the final year Kirk Cousins throwing to these guys. You might as well. I mean, if, if he's going to want to help his stock out, so he's going to exactly. want to throw the football. Exactly. And you know what's going to help him? And not it's going to help his numbers. With the size that he has with all these guys, most of them being over six feet, he doesn't have to be ridiculously accurate. Yeah. He can just throw go it up there it. and yeah. let him go get it. Yeah. You know, when you have guys like that, Matt Stafford isn't, wasn't always in there. He just threw it up to, to make a try to let him go get it. That's it. Although, dude, he didn't look that good against Carolina. Remember you and I, Dimitri, went to that game? And yeah. I felt like that was one of Kirk Cousins' bad mechanics well, games. That was game not, was all. That was another well, chance he has for them. Also. To, that was another chance that night for them to, exactly. you know, to solidify some stuff, just like the Giants. And, and, and these and are the bad memories from late last season. And, and but but, but so Jamal, what you just said, I immediately started thinking he throws it up uh, interceptions again. No, 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 not with this group. So you throw it up. If you're throwing up to Deshaun Jackson, that's different when he's well covered. You've seen Pryor be able to go up even with a defender on him yes. and bring a ball down. Yeah. We've seen Doxit in college with a defender draped on him be able to go up and high point the ball and bring it down. So you're dealing with two different animals. Deshaun Jackson, as quick as he is, he does. He's not. You don't have no 40, 50 inch vert. He's not doing that. Right. Those guys. It's basically a basketball team. I'll liken it to this. <laughs> We've seen. What Jameis Winston has done when they had Vincent Jackson and when, uh, when talking, talking about D-Jax um, and, and Mike Evans or when you had uh, Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. It's the same sort of scenario. You have those guys. You basically have two power forwards on the outside. And what it is, you throw it up, they box out, and they go get it. And both of these guys have shown that they're able to do that. So it's not going to be throw it up and it's picked up. It's going to be throw it up 
and let my guy fight for it. And, nine to, and you know, it's a 50-50 chance he's going to come down with it. Just don't throw it up in the end zone because I think all four of us in this uh, room here are tired of the fade route <laughs> to the corner. I You're don't gonna care who's... You're going to see more of it now. Uh, I, yeah. You'll I just, see more. Maybe, maybe the fade doesn't become the punchline it used to be. No, it, 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 I don't think it's it funny. Every time he does it, he comes in the media after. He goes, what'd you think of that fade? <laughs> but see, knows, that's what I said last year. You can't throw in a fade to somebody that's six foot as opposed to somebody. Throwing a fade to me and then throwing a fade to Chi are two different things. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, know. You're not you're pretty <laughs> tall yourself. <laughs> you I'm not six four. <laughs> Wait, so I know we're almost done here, right? Yeah. Time's right, so, almost up. Okay, well the deadline's Monday, so I need a one word answer. Is it is there a long term contract done by Monday? No. 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 All right. <laughs> Forty years say, George. Yeah. You're, 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 no. No. George said earlier that he's he's out of here. He's finished. We are, we are, I know what George stands. I don't even have to ask George anything about Kirk Cousins. We, he's well documented as saying he has packed his bag and he's been don't going Don't they since want last this year. new stadium, though? Don't you need a quarterback to market is, a I new think, stadium? Yeah, I, Sam Donald. I think it's not uh, going Sam to be. be a quarterback. Here's the thing. I think there's a chance that, and I don't think the big offer is going to come Monday. If next year, whatever, and the transition, let's say, and then they, they could match, even if they offer him 87, the Luck, Andrew Luck deal. Which I think it'd be stupid to turn down. I still think there's a good chance he says no. I want to walk away from this. You've and disrespected you know me more than once. I'm done. No. You know what? And, and that's fine. If I as offer... a fan, this is a whole other conversation. As a fan, how would you feel about it if that gets out this year? I really have to insist we put this in a bottle for next week. WTOP disrespected me. No, no, I didn't mean. I don't care, Jamal. You look like you were ready to answer. I don't mean to. Well, no. What I'm saying is, if, I know if, we can't go long. No, no. If, you, if you offer him luck money and he turns his nose, yes. to me, fine. Bye. Go down to San Francisco, take your money, and you rebuild down there with Cal. But I would, I would do how, something else. How? But are you going to be upset with Kirk like this? Especially if it gets out this year as the season goes on. It could say it gets I, out. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not like the other fans. I have distanced myself from this. Long ago. Okay. So I'm indifferent. Okay. If he stays, cool. If he doesn't want to take the money, fine. See you later. See you later. Okay. But, you know, and now, now I'm breaking my own rules by asking <laughs> another question. Hasn't it been team management that's been the villain and Kirk is like yeah. the good guy trying to, you know, yes, they've screwed yes, it up. Yes, make his money. Yeah. But yeah, they've screwed it up, but we don't know. See, the, the players well, kind of get away anything. with it. You can't believe anything, any exactly. numbers. That's the thing. So I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what his agent is doing or what games they're playing because the player is never. Now, the player, their agent is never totally innocent. They'll spin Correct. it like the team is being, Correct. well, they don't want to come off the money. They being I cheap. I can't wait for next week's episode. And it's cool. <laughs> That's fine. Because the teams do try to lowball you, and they do try to be cheap. Yeah. But agents also try to be greedy. So they're, both of them play a role in it. They spin it and try to make fans look at it like we're going to blame this person or point the finger over here. And the player's being greedy or the owner's being cheap. Either way, we don't know who's really doing what. But I'm looking at like both of y'all. It's both of y'all fault. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't come down to it, I'm not pointing the finger at one person or the other. You both played a part in it. It's on both of you. Boom. We can guarantee that next week's podcast is all Kirk Cousins here. It's the DMV Sports Roundtable with George Wallace. He's at G. Wallace, WTOP. Chris Cheon at The Big Cheese Show on Twitter. Jamal Bowens at DMV Sports 2015. I'm Dimitri Sotis at Dimitri WTOP. And, of course, we have our uh, Twitter handle for the podcast. It's at DMV Sports Round 1. The DMV Sports Roundtable on iTunes, Podcast One's app, podcast1.com, WTOP.com. Search Podcast DC. We'll catch you the next time.